Hello, Stand Up World, episode 59. Thank you for coming back, coming the first time, coming the last time, coming uh, and then just getting right back off. I don't know what your, what your situation is, but I'm glad you're here. We have a great show this week. Say hello to the producer from Boston, the fantastic young Patrick Arnold. What's up, Mike? How you doing, Patrick? I am great. I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited about our guest today. I'm excited about everything. I love my life. I love my wife. I love, I don't know. It's all good. Things are good. There's a lot of good you know? movies out recently, you know? Yeah. Why do you say movies. that? What, did you go to the movies recently? I went and I saw Saltburn. I don't know if you've seen it or been in the movies recently. Oh, yeah. Saltburn. Yeah. Everyone's talking about that. You know what? I have to say, I am back at the movies. You know, after COVID for a while, we weren't going to the movies a lot, but they got it in good, they got it in good shape again. You know, they got nice seats and you can get 50 versions of Diet Coke. <laughs> you know, you can yep. get a bucket, a bucket of popcorn the size of my bathtub, you know. <laughs> And, and, you know, people aren't on their phones. The only, my only problem right now with the movies, just so you know, is I cannot handle hearing Nicole Kidman lecture me about how great the movies are one more time. I, honestly, I have to, I, I go outside into the hall and wait till she's done because she's sitting there telling everybody how great the movies are. We're at the movies take yes for an answer okay you want to lecture someone and about they should go to the movies go go to someone to a bunch show that clip to people at a dog fight to people at a bingo game to people doing karaoke we're here we know how great the movies are start the goddamn movie okay <laughs> Walks in like the same thing every time she's dressed. I don't know, a giant skinny version of a usher in wallpaper. And she's up there at the top by herself, like this lonely retard, just lecturing us, preaching to the converted about how great the movies are. If the movies are that great, press start. <laughs> yeah, right. But other than that, I'm glad the movies are back doing well. I'm glad you <laughs> I'm glad you went and saw Saltburn. Yeah. We went and saw the uh Jason Statham movie last weekend, which wasn't great, but it was good. I, he's always good. But listen, yeah. let's talk about our guest. Let's a good buddy of mine, someone that I think is super major talented, Mr. Kevin James. With an incredible special right now, irregardless, on Amazon Prime, that he wrote, performed, and directed. And really, he worked really hard on this, I will tell you. This is, this is a case of a comic who, who put this, worked the boards and worked out a new hour. And it's, it's great. It's really great. And he's had such an amazing career. But he's here today. Let's... Let's get just get talking to the great Kevin James, huh? Let's do it. 
Kevin James. Kevin James. How the hell are you, pal? I'm doing good, bud. How are you? It's I'm doing great. I really am. It's so good to see you. And I appreciate you doing the podcast. And uh, thank you, bud. I got to tell you, I love your new special. I really do. I, I, I think you did. There's so much I want to talk to you about it because not only I think it's your best stand up in ever. I loved I love so much of the material, the performing, but you directed it. You directed I mean, it. You you did a great no job directing. Direct. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah, we just it, it was really not me. It, like there was a, uh, a a good team that we had with us that, that just kind of came in and did it and 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 helped. Um, but it's it's stand up, you know. I mean, it's it's literally, you know, what the shots are. You just got to cover yourself and doing this stuff and 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 make sure you're. I made huge mistakes right away, and I and you can see in the special. Uh, number one, I didn't check my wardrobe and it was like way too hot in the theater and I'm sweating within 30 seconds. I'm drenched and I knew it right away. I go, Ooh, I'm in trouble. Um, also didn't rehearse that little dance move in the beginning. It was completely <laughs> out of breath. Right. Out of yeah. breath. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. It's really funny because, because you, you were like, I, I did too much for you. I gave you too much. And you, you, you used right. it. You used it, but it was real. Um, was did you only do one real. show? We did two shows. Um, two shows. And literally, the first one was unusable because I was dripping so much. Uh, like, again, I, I, you know, the, the, the theater was so warm the first night. And, and what I wore, bad choice uh in, in what i uh what i chose and then uh the next night i just said please let's blast the air conditioning They're like it's blasting it's you know so we open doors and just try to get as cool as possible a little breeze in there and at least i was prepared because I, I, I had to wear the same outfit just a big mistake yeah it's funny because you know kev i i i directed a few stand-up specials and i and i i really learned really fast that it's almost a thankless job. And I, I, cause I think that standups should direct their own specials, but you, and, and you really, and it's okay that it's a thankless job. I really realized I'm just there. I'm here to help this guy get, do whatever he needs and find the, I'm the camera guy. And there's he, comedians know exactly what they want and what they need. And it's really just a technical job you know, which is right. so different from me as a filmmaker, you know? Right. And, and I, I, I it's really funny because I directed this one guy's special and he, he's, he did, he wanted to wear something. And I was like, it's just not going to the right thing for you to wear. And right. yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And, and later in, in the editing, he was like, shit, I should have listened to you, <laughs> you know? By the way, I, but, wish you would, I wish you would have come over and told me what to wear. Cause... Yeah, no, listen, I, I think, I to me, I saw the special. I love it. I think you did a great okay. job. And by the way, I think visually, as a director, you did a great job. I love, you know, normally I don't like too much lighting or too much camera movement. Well, I don't like Brady, it. Brady, what's his name? Brady? Whoever's last name? I'm sorry. This guy was really awesome in setting everything up for us. So it was. Yeah. Whoever did it. 
but you, but as a director, you made you you made the choices, and I, I thought I, I made the choices. Were... This yeah, Brady Nashville, he was awesome. He's he's done a, yeah. a bunch of Rogan's, he did a good job. Uh, specials. He was great. He's done more. He's done other stuff with you. He did other stuff with. He did uh, like Rogan stuff. So a couple of I think oh, Rogan oh, specials. I see. And uh, he's there's a he fine did, line. There's a fine there line because because you, you want to you know you want to especially when you're doing it in a theater you want it to be a little bit bigger than life and but you don't want it to be you don't want it swoop swooping too much and right. I think you got it great and I gotta wow. say I I like some of you, those bits you did that that bit you did on your son just being a slug as a father <laughs> I, I thought that was it was so great. I was just telling because uh, uh, Sandler saw it and he laughed at that bit and he and and I said this was the literally one of the only bits that was completely true, you know, like there was just no embellishment on it, like that was uh, that happened verbatim with my kid and he's you know and uh, it, it, it's one of those things that just writes itself. It's like you know, yeah, and for, it felt that it felt that. It, that, that, and also the Helen Ellen bit. Felt like that. That felt pretty true. And I think, uh, look, look, and you know, your stuff is really clean, right? which is like kind of pisses me off. How good, how funny you are, clean. Because I, I, uh, I, I need all those fucks and shits. It's. I just got away. It was really. I, I, I stayed away from it early on because of selfishness. Like I didn't want to have to do a show. Like if I, if I ever got like a spot, like a, a TV spot or the tonight show or whatever, I, I didn't want to have to change my stuff. And I knew, cause I, I was cursing like everybody else back then. Um, but I, I, it was one of those things where I just didn't want to have to change my set. That's why I don't do like current events. I don't do, you know, I wanted to make it universal and just kind of did. And I kind of got in that groove and now, I, now it's, I don't even think about it, but it, it does make it difficult sometimes to, you know, when you want to punctuate something, you don't yeah, have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you ever, with all the movies and all the sitcoms and everything, did you did you ever go through a period where you just stopped doing stand-up? Oh, yeah. Not, well, I'm oh, not yeah? really stopped. Every once in a while, I still kept, like, me, me and Ray Romano would go out to do uh, The Mirage in Vegas. And I would do that, it was like every three months or two months or whatever. And even when I was doing the show, I'd always kind of keep that going. But when when you talk about stand-up, I was not dedicated. I haven't been dedicated to stand-up in a long time. You know, I started, it's what got me to to, to be able to do the sitcoms and, and the movies. And, um, and I kept it kind of going, but I never really dedicated it. Enough into it to, to write and to really do it to be like one of these guys, you know. You see these guys like uh, Chappelle and, and 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 Rock. You know, that's what they do. It's like and and I, I wasn't. I wasn't doing that. I wasn't dedicating the time. Uh, this special, I definitely put like I stopped myself and I, I I cleared my schedule and went to the clubs and really started working on stuff again and trying to put together a theme in it. You know, because otherwise, all my a lot of my other special, you know. Uh, just like random jokes they just kind of random little things that i thought were funny yeah i I, i'll tell you 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 can see you feel this that you work really work this special and i i i I stopped for 28 years 
And I did you it, shut it every down completely? night. Shut it down completely. I, I, I hadn't, it, it did it over gradually. I, and I did an HBO special as, and I, when I was uh, like 29 or something. And then, mm-hmm. and then I, I was, a, I was started making movies one after another and having kids. And, and then I just wouldn't go to clubs. Wouldn't, and, and I, and I just wasn't working on material. So every time I'd get up, it was the same exact thing every time. And, and, and I just got tired of it. So I stopped doing it. And then I had that HBO series and, and, you know, guys like Leno would always say to me, find it, find it. Don't give up your act. You're going to wish you had, you're going to, you're going to really wish you hadn't given up your act, find it, you know, and I go, nah, I'm done. I'm done. And I, the one time over 28 years, I, I did a benefit for Charlie Hill with Jay. And, um, you know, I was, I'm on one level. I'm glad I, I, I did have that time off because when I got back, I really appreciated it. But I right. will tell you, you, you know, I, I'll tell you, it made me so appreciate the hard work and how hard people work when they do work. And, and I'll tell you a really funny story that you'll, you'll really understand. You know, I, I have this blog, I write stand up world, which is became this podcast and a lot about specials. And I try to be honest and, and mostly I talk about the ones I love, but I wrote this special about Roseanne's special that she did on Fox. And Roseanne, I love Roseanne. I thought she was great in her heyday, but she just walked through this Fox special. And I and I wrote, you know, I couldn't believe it. I said, I know she didn't take this out and, and work it on the clubs. And I know, I said, she's the best when she works it out. But, and she had all this, all this, they they attacked her. They took her off her show. She 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 could have really done. This was a, a this was a, a, a real personal. A, my a, my tell my side of the story special, and she right. kind of walked through it. So I gave her a hard time about it. So mm. that was two years ago or something. Last week, and I I didn't even tell Patrick this. I'm on this p- panel that Sam Tripoli asked me to be on on the internet, and I, I didn't even know. So all of a sudden. Roseanne's on it. Hmm. And Roseanne just goes, I just want to say, Mike Biner, I don't like you. I don't like you anymore. You're, you gave me a hard time. You're a, you're an idiot. You're a, you're a libtard. You're this, which is the farthest thing in the world. And I said, Roseanne, I love you. I, I, I honestly, did you read what I wrote? Because I just, you didn't work very hard on that special. And that pissed me off. Cause I know how great you are. And right. I just, she went on at me for about five minutes. So I said, can I talk now? And then right. I just said, this is why I wrote what I wrote. Cause now you're back, you're at the mothership, you're working out and I see how good you are. Right. And that, and she went, okay, I take everything back. You, you, you told you're, you're absolutely right. And I, and I appreciate you being honest. I, you know, and, and when comics, Comics, no, man. Comic, when you're in that groove, there's no shortcutting a great set. You have to just fucking hammer it out. I felt like I was, that's what I felt like. Every, when I was just doing the TV show and doing movies and I would just pop into Vegas, I felt like I was cheating them because I felt like 
I was doing the same stuff. I was, and, you know, I'd have to even remember that was my panic the night before I was performing. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I just go through my old stuff again to try to remember to say it again. You know, it's like when you're not on your game like that, you know, your timing's off and it's, it's just not fair to them. And it's just, you're not, I just, I hated it. I hated, uh, well, you know, doing it that way. It was and that's so nice I, to see you. It was so nice yeah. to see you like, toned and red but i also saw you with the sandler thing when we opened Detroit. sandler you you were, you were so... great bud. oh thanks but that was that was fun for me but one. and that was i was back a year at that point you know and, then, you and I, but I, I, you know year? what i love I, I was back a year almost a year maybe not quite but but uh what i was so what was so funny to me was you and me and sandler were, were kind of in in the in the kitchen there dining area during the afternoon and Sandler goes, you're too nervous. And you then you look at me and you go, he is nervous. He is I, nervous. Look at him. And then the two of you guys, everything I'd say, you go, he's nervous. There's nothing and, you know, more fun than seeing a guy who's nervous and making him more nervous. When you're about to go out in front of, what, 18,000 people. So, Well, here's was, the funny thing. Here's the funny thing, Kevin. I was nervous then, kind of, but not. But as Schneider's on stage and he's about to introduce me and I'm standing I got a nerve attack. My my stomach, like I have haven't had in years. Oh my God! What if I go out there and bomb? And you know, I just I just had to talk to God. I just said, you know what? Just give it up, man. Give up. I'm just gonna go out there and, and make these people laugh. It. Yeah. And and uh, I got I was so nervous in that moment there on the side of the stage, and then. I walk on stage and you and Coulier and Sandler oh, yeah. are standing there on the side of the stage. And I thought, it's okay, man. Those guys, and you know what I mean? It, it was just, it was great to see you guys there. And we were going to laugh at so you either way. You know that. What? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. I, I knew. If, if, if you did great, which you did, we're laughing. And if you ate it, we're probably laughing harder. You know, we're having fun. <laughs> That's right. That's a, and by the way, I I I played it like a com, a real comic. I went out to, to four clubs, four nights. I mean, two yeah. nights the night before, and and ran around Detroit and playing clubs and you know and making sure I had ten minutes in you know. I, and and you can tell them you, know, you were prepared, you know. And you have to be, you know. It, you know, when I was doing that Comedy Store documentary, Martin Lawrence said. Stand-up comedy is the only thing, art, that will humble you immediately if you don't take care of it, you know? And he was right. He's right. It, it, it just, it doesn't matter how good you are. The reason Chappelle is Chappelle and Burr is Burr and Sandler, when Sandler's on, and Sandler's the on because he's out there every night doing it. It's the best special I've ever seen, that one. 100% fresh. I, I just, oh, what he did. Absolutely. 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 And me, like a genius, I tried to, I said, Sandler, what are you doing jumping city to city? No, just do one. Just, uh, we we, we went, we were at the El Rey that night. I don't think it's called the El Rey, whatever that little tiny club in El, that he shot, that Paul Thomas Mm -hmm. Anderson shot. And we went out to dinner afterwards. I said, just use, just do one. Jumping around is, and he goes, that's okay, Binda. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, but uh, it was a 
that's an amazing special and Brill did a great job. Oh, but he did. And but I, uh, I I I just uh I had so much fun hanging with you guys and then we went out to dinner after the show and that was that was that was a great night for me. For all that of us, really man. That was incredible. Night. It was incredible to see you shine in, in Detroit, your you know, your hometown and that was it was just that was a pretty cool thing to watch. It really was because you were nervous before and you were putting it together <laughs> and I loved it. It was just, I mean, there was, you know, there was humility there. It was, it was great, you know, and, and, and you did, you hammered and it was fun to watch that. You know, it really was. We were all, we were That's all kind of going crazy on the side. So, you know, who I, I got to tell you, who you know, I, I have another thing I got to tell you. I walk with Fabro about four nights a week. <laughs> Because he lives down the street Santa from Monica? Me. Yeah, yeah. And I always tell, I, he, he always brings you up, tell, well, bring up a story. Of, I go, I, I'm much better friends with him than you are, John. I said, <laughs> I was just, he goes, no, you're not. No, you're not. I go, I am. I am. Ask him. I was just with him. I was in That's Detroit right. with him. I was just, yeah, he's on my podcast. And it's so funny because John doesn't have a lot of fr really good friends. And he's always, well, tell him I said hello, man. Tell him I said hello. You know how John is, you know, no, but I just greatest. love giving, I love giving him a hard time. Yeah. Kevin and I, 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 uh, I actually, I, he might come sleep over at the house when he's in town, you know, <laughs> he's a good <laughs> he man. Goes, he's the he's best. Crazy. He's the best. My gosh. You were telling I, me I, you that walk with him. You had, you had a crazy, it was, who is it? You, him, Albert, Albert, Brooks? Albert, Albert Brooks. Yeah. That's, the four, the three of us, we've been walking together for years. Right. When so you're cool. when you're out here, you got to come walk with us. Yeah, yeah, well, you got to come walk with us. He, they, John would love that. So would Albert, actually. But um, I remember the, the, the reason he. Uh, the other thing is that's how I. The first time I ever met John was playing poker at your house. Oh, really? Yeah, at your house that at that in that great backyard barbecue area. Yeah, we yeah, played yeah. Played poker yeah. one night. That's yeah. the first night, time I ever met John. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. But that's what I was so in what, Encino. What, yeah, I was in Encino, yeah. 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 You were the only non-Jewish guy in Encino. I, I, mm -hmm. I, I, think, I think you must have gone through all kinds of rigged, rigged tests and shit for them to let you move in there. Yes. Right? Yeah. You I got in. They let me in. Hey, let me ask you another question. Are you still doing all those those YouTube little shorts and movies? Those were so fantastic. Well, that's the thing, man. They were great. You know, we started doing those, you know, during COVID and stuff with the the Canaan brothers. These guys are just it's one so massive good. family that lives in Rhode Island that they just do everything. They're great. They're really a fantastic group of guys, uh good kids, all very humble, all, you know, really funny, talented, and they all do different things. One does music, one does, you know, editing, the other ones, you know, they, they, they direct, they do, they, they write, they, they do it all. And uh, they were the ones that really, you know, we, we got together and said, let's just do something, but let's just try to do something where it could be fun. And I just wanted to perform, you know, everything was shutting down. I was like, I just, I hated it. I, I couldn't stand that feeling, that claustrophobia of not being able to perform in some way or, or do something. So we just said, you know, well, everything's shutting down. We might as well, let's just, 
let's just try to put out little videos or just try to do something funny and different. And these guys are much younger than me. So they were saying, this will work, this or this, that. They came up with like the sound guy, uh, you know. Uh, that was take. so funny. I love were, that sound guy bit. The work they do on that thing, man, putting it in there, it looks so good. And 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 and, and they were able to turn it over quick. And we, we just did one after the other and it, it hit and it landed. And so we, I just had so much fun doing it, you know. And, but even some of the little shorts, and they look so cinematic, and they just look so good. That's them. They just have a gift for that. Yeah. And what would you do? You would fly up there, drive over to Rhode Island, and just spend no, a couple they were days? Living, they were literally, literally living around the block from me, and, and, and we were shooting stuff out of my garage, you know? Oh, uh, wow. No one was going That's anywhere. Really cool. And, yeah, we would just go onto my property someplace in the woods or whatever it is. And we would just, they would, they would kind of mock it up and they'd shoot a quick mock up of it and we'd write it. And then we'd go out there and go, let's just start shooting. Yeah. No, no studio. No, nobody getting in the way. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I, last year or a couple of years ago now, actually, I I produced a, a movie for my son that my son wrote and directed for nothing, you know, and for his school and, and uh and for him i mean after it, it it was so great it was just so great we shot 10 days and and you know 12 hour days but but just no no nothing no rules no nothing it was nothing, just so much right? it was, it was a feature film though. A feature fun. film oh, it was so much it, fun and are, are you getting ready to do another film? What What are you doing, man? I, I love your movies. I've got a couple we're, we're working on right now. Um, uh, that that we one we got coming out. One night we shot uh, that we're trying to finish up, where I play an exorcist priest. It's a it's a, a horror movie, <laughs> really really crazy. It was it was it was pretty scary to do, um, but we're finishing that up. And I'm not kidding, Binder. I I. Uh, I shot the movie and I wanted to be believable as this priest. I don't know why I felt like I had to be uh, thinner and in shape for it, but maybe just to give myself a different look than I normally had to be viable in this character. So I got down to like 230 pounds, which was like real low for me. And we shot the movie and we shot it like almost like a year and a half ago now. And, and we, you know, I I've been busy and we haven't been able to got to pick up a couple shots, you know, to, to, to finish it and uh put on 50 pounds like since then so now i have to get down in time to be able to shoot this otherwise i'm going to look like i just you know i don't know what I, you know because it's i'm going to look like I, I, the the fattest priest and like I, I have hives or something we'll have to write you, into the story oh so they're not pickups that drop into existing scenes no they are they are so it's yeah, like uh-huh. it's, it's it's a combination of both. It's a little bit we've got to add a couple scenes here and there, but uh, it's it's also some you know it's not like later on where you could say I I gained weight and I'm older. It's literally I walk into the bathroom I'm two thirty I walk out I'm two two seventy five you know whatever it is. So that, that's not good. It's funny because within a year they're going to have some AI version of that that's just go you know I know fifteen pounds fifteen drop fifteen add fifteen. You I know, did it final with Sandler. Sandler was the first one when we did Chuck and Larry. I didn't even like it was movie making was still new to me, and uh, 
we were shot in New York and Brooklyn. And, and uh, I remember I was, as soon as we wrapped, for some reason, I just went crazy eating and just had fun went living life again and didn't think we'd have to ever pick up anything. I was up like 30 pounds from that. And they call me and they say, hey, next week we're going back to Brooklyn to shoot some scenes. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Really? And I look, I really look painfully fat in the same scene. Like I, I start, you know, I start, I'm not that as well for me, I'm not that heavy. And then and I finish the scene literally where I'm on the porch in Brooklyn and I am massive. And Sandler was just cracking up the whole time, you know. Yeah. Oh, that, that, you give something like that to Sandler, he will oh, run gosh. with it a mile. And 100%. Just have, yeah. And I, 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 I did that same thing on Mind of the Married Man, just like in between the first and second season, I just got so Game fat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it was like, and I had to put things in for the pickups for the first season, you know. And Actually, I'm sorry. It was in between the pilot and shooting the first season. Oof. You know, okay, so it was like, yeah, that's not fun. We had to go. We had to just, you know, it was like, and I, I, and I said, oh, it's okay. I'll just drop it the way. But I was so nervous and doing so, wearing so many hats. I just kept eating. <laughs> Me too. I just every year the King I, of Queens. I look back and I just go, all right. I can tell what season it is by what I weigh. You know. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, it, it just got progressively heavier. Then it was almost to a point where I didn't even care anymore. And I'm like, just roll me out there. Let's just go. I'd be one of yep. every scene from the couch I wanted to do. I didn't even want to get up. Well, that's kind of one of the reasons why I kind of stopped doing stand-up and got behind the camera. I'm just so tired of looking at myself and worried about my weight and, you know, and my hair and yeah. everything. I just yeah, said, fuck me it. Too. But but it but it's I like your shaved head, by the way, though. I love I when the the I love it. I think that yeah. you shaving your hair looks so cool. I was spraying so much stuff in it for King of Queens because it was going so thin, and then we'd have this coloring stuff that I would be in the chair to get it done. I'd be like, "Oh, you gotta," and they were like, "We can't do much more." And I didn't want to wear a piece. I didn't wear a piece. It always annoys me when people say, "Hey, he's wearing a piece," and this that. No, I never wore a piece, but I got such. I got so sprayed up that it literally looked like you were painting like a like a bowling ball. Like the light would hit it, and I didn't have enough hair covering, and it and it would shine, and it was just like this is I hated this. So when I shaved my head and I just went, let me just go this way, it was so freeing. I can't tell you. I used I used powder for a long time. This I that too. spray thing, and yeah. I and, and my wife would come into the bathroom afterwards, and she would be like, "Yeah, did you redecorate?" Yeah. What, what did you do here? It's it's yeah. everything's a different color, you know. Yeah. And no, I, and then I went into and I and I for a while I did I wore I wouldn't call it a piece. It was a system. It was a system. Oh yes, you know? a system. And, it makes and, you uh, feel better about it, right? Yeah, uh, and it's not a piece. It's a system. And you know, <laughs> basically, I was walking. Basically, I was walking around with 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 enough duct tape on my head to yeah. you know to build a small house keep a small yeah. house safe from a tornado you know and and then finally you know i was in <laughs> i was in nashville working on a show and i just fucking ripped it off my head and i, I went love. in i went into a 
barbershop. It was an all black barbershop. And I just said to the guy, cut my hair. Cause I had a lot of hair, but I, right. but I didn't have, you know, I just, I said, cut, just cut it all off. Yeah. And he, and the guy looked at me like, what the fuck did you do to your hair? What? Right. Cause it was all man. I, I don't want to even talk about it. And I, you know, I never looked back and I've, I've never given a shit since. And I've always, I, I just, it, it, I don't know, care. It, yeah. I don't care it, anymore. You know, there seems to be the King of Queens where I like have to, you know, cause Leah knew that I had all the spray in my head and I would like be on a white pillowcase or whatever it was. And I have to hover my head. I can't lay it down. Cause there's going to be a big crap stain on, on the pillow for me laying my head there. So I'm trying to hover, <laughs> hold my neck up. She's just laughing at me. And I'm like, I, what can I do? What can I do? That's right. But you know, those all the things you get to grow with and use, and uh, yeah. but it's all good, man. It's all good, and I, 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 I love that you're back doing stand up. For me, I understand it because I'm, I have this, I'm loving doing it. You know, I'm right. loving doing it, and I'm, and I understand what it takes because it really is. You, you got to be in the water swimming, or forget it. And but right. I, I saw that. I watched your special on it. This guy's—he's taking it serious. Oh, thanks! Man. I'm proud yeah. of you, man. I'm proud I of you. I appreciate that. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a lot of work, but it, it, like you said, it—it's it, fun, man. When you're in it, and again, you know, you, there's no studio. There's no nobody to stop you from doing this or telling you to do that. You know that you, if you write something funny or you think is funny, you can try it that night, man. You can go up that night and and put it up and it's just you know i just i just love living that way i i really do where it's like i decide and and where, where are the clubs you work out when you want to try stuff the, uh there's a local place on long island called uh a governor's comedy club on on long island right, and right. uh you know and a lot of the times i'll just work but the, the the main club i work at is uh is the uh, Paramount Theater in Huntington on Long Island. It's a great, like, rock club kind of comedy it's beautiful. club. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. And I'll do – like, I got a spot coming up there next Saturday. And it's – I'm so comfortable there. The, the owners, they're, they're the greatest. So I'll just kind of, like, I'll do my act. But then I'll, I'll I'll write on stage while I'm there. You can play with the audience That's and kind of have fun and, you know – you always have your fallback to go to if, if it's not going well, um, you know, but it's, it's just such a great energy. Sometimes when you, you practice in the clubs, I don't know why it's just, it's, it's so hard. First of all, Long Island, they don't care. Like you, you, you know, they're happy to see you. They give you the first, you know, 35 seconds, you know, 40 seconds going crazy, standing up cheering. And then you go into your act. And if you're not funny right away, you're like, they, they're, they're ordering sausages and they, they, you know, they don't even care. They're not listening to you. And you just, you know, so it's like, you really, it's in a good way. It's like working out with, you know, with weight on the bar and, you know, but in other ways, it's like those theaters, if you do a theater, it's so intimate, it's so geared for stand up. They're there to see, you know, just you. And I don't know, it just feels, it's a, it's a little easier to be able to write and to create for me, you know? And are you going on the road? Are you going back out on tour? What are you going to do? I am. I am. I'm doing that now. I'm doing uh, um, uh, like beginning of March. I think we have a bunch of dates then. Then I think I'm doing uh, a movie 
uh, after that in Vancouver, and then and then I'm coming back and hitting the road again. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's you've so had, much fun. You've had an amazing career. You you've Robert, had such an amazing career. You tell but me about it. But the special is irregardless, and it's on Amazon. And I'll tell you, I I love it. I'm I'm proud of you. You're the best. I love and you, man. Come to LA and walk with us. I will. You and Fabs. I'm gonna come out. We'll get a walk in. All right. I love you, Kevin. Love you, pal. You're you're you killed awesome. it. Thanks for having me on. All right, Kevin James. That was fun, huh? Oh man, he's the best. He's. He, the best. I was like he's starstruck. Like... You were between, yeah, between like King of Queens, Mall Cop. I mean, yeah, grown ups, all the. He's, he's, he was wow. Hey, one of the Chuck and Larry, Chuck right? and Larry, yeah. zookeeper. Uh, I mean, Paul Blart. Yeah, a small cop. Um, yeah, yeah, the yeah. and also what? What about how about how good was he with that? When Will Smith with that movie he did oh, with Will Smith, Hitch or something? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so good in that movie. He's Kevin is good in everything he does, and really, I would really urge people to check out his YouTube stuff. It's so good. He does oh this thing called God. the sound guy where they just, they put him into all these great movies where the sound guy <laughs> is always in the wrong place. And it's Those just so funny. So funny. It's so perfect. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, hey, listen, want to say February 10th. I'm at the ice house with a great group of comedians. And it's official, Howie Mandel and I and a couple other really great comics are at the Cambria Hotel for the Detroit Comedy Jam, which is something, you know, we're going to be doing once a month and as a throwback from my HBO special and uh, things we, we used to do years ago in Detroit, and we're bringing it back. And it's at the Cambria Hotel on Lafayette downtown, and we're also... Raising money for Mitch Albom's orphanage in, Hi in Haiti. And it's just a really great event. It's two nights, February, March 8th and 9th, two shows, 7 and 9.30, I believe. But check it out. Just go to the Cambria Hotel Detroit's website, and we'll put up a little thing on it. But I really, if you're in Detroit, I would love it if you'd come out and support this event. And that's it. That's episode 59, right? That's right. And next week, we got another incredible guest that I'm really excited for you to meet. I think you're going to love him, Patrick, and I think the audience is going to love him. He's a, this guy's a rising. This guy's getting so hot so fast. It's amazing. He's on every TV show and network, and he's just on fire. But he's here with us wait. next week. That's it. Thank you so much. Stand up world. Apple, Spotify, whatever. Love you. <laughs>